You're listening to the second season of the Junior Hereford Show. You're a Hereford enthusiast, or maybe a fellow junior, and you could be that excited individual ready to take on the future of the beef industry. I'm Ralston Rip, your host. Get ready to learn, lead, and achieve. Hello, and welcome back to the Junior Hereford Show. We are in the midst of summer and lots of busy and exciting times. And today is kind of a special episode, no matter when you get to hear it or when this makes it to your ears, we are excited to be sitting down with Bailey Clanton and Amy Cowan talking about all things Hereford Junior Nationals and Mad Dash to Madison here. So with that, Bailey and Amy, how are you guys doing? How are things at the office? Chaos, I'm sure. Well, thanks, Ralston. It is a busy time of year as we get ready to make the mad dash to Madison, but we've had awesome numbers and anytime you can have 800 junior exhibitors and their families and over 2000 entries headed to one destination, it is going to make for an awesome party and a one of the largest Hereford bashes of the summer. Yeah, we we really like to call it organized chaos, <laughs> and it's super fun this time of year, and it's busy, but it, there's so much life that's happening in the office, and in Madison, it's, it's awesome. We're excited. Yes, so many exciting things and new things, and I'm really looking forward to kind of talking through the schedule and kind of some of those, hitting those frequently asked questions and exciting events that we have coming up, and so let's just go ahead and dive in. Um, you know, it's already about the 1st of July. And so let's just, you know, let's walk through this schedule and just start talking. What does it kind of look like as exhibitors start arriving on Saturday, July 8th up there in Madison? Yeah, so it's, um, we're going to be there at the Alliant Energy Center. And of course, that's a great facility. There's a lot of room for us to be able to properly stage and get people in the correct lines and to where they need to go. And so um, everybody will come in off of that Rimrock Road right into the Alliant Energy Center and um, just make a, a nice little tour around the facility as they get to where they need to go. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, we changed the schedule to where TAC can arrive at 2 p.m. And that really helped ease the transition of cattle coming to the facility and getting on the grounds. Um, that is one thing that is is a big deal that helps us a lot is that no cattle come until 6 p.m. Um, I mean, it is July, so it is going to be warm. So And tieouts are going to be assigned by state, so there's really no need for, for anybody to arrive into tieouts with cattle prior to that 6 p.m. time. Um, and then we are working with some friends at Lodi Vet there in Wisconsin to do our vet checks. And so um, we do, you know, Wisconsin does have some stricter health regulations. So we've really done our best to communicate with our exhibitors on, you know, what states need TB testing. So those exhibitors from Texas and Michigan need to have those TB test results with them. Um, and then also making sure that every animal is listed on a physical health paper um, with an official ID. Unfortunately, you know, Wisconsin doesn't um, recognize our register, like our official tattoos that are on the registration paper as an official ID. So those 840 tags or the USDA metal ID tags are definitely the ones that need to be listed on those health papers. And those will be checked 
as they arrive into the tryouts um, at Quan Park, we've got a vet crew there that'll be um, be there from six to ten on Saturday evening, um, checking those papers, checking those cattle, and then they'll join us again Sunday morning starting at six a.m. Uh, and then for exhibitors to get in the barns, those cattle do have to be physically checked and those papers checked, and then they will get something that releases them into the barns. And so when they're doing their daily health checks. You know, they see that that they see that marker with those animals and they'll be able to uh, charge on with the week. So a lot going on there on Saturday, you know, patience and efficiency and execution is what we like to like to strive for on that day and into Sunday. And it's um, well, it's certainly the best welcome crew, I think, and the most welcoming people, everyone kind of gathering with our Hereford family there in Wisconsin. Um I think we need to give a big shout out to the Wisconsin Junior Hereford Association and the Wisconsin Hereford Association. They're acting as our host, host states this year, and they have put a lot of time and energy into providing the volunteers that will really help us on Saturday, getting everybody into the grounds in an efficient process. And you know what, if we can get the week off to a good start with an efficient arrival process and with the help of the Wisconsin crew, I think we will be off to a good start there in Madison. We've also got some FFA and local local volunteers, young people that are going to be helping us with some helping haul some tack into the barns for our exhibitors as well. So we realize there's some added vet checks, but we can get through that and we should be able to help everybody get in the barn in a pretty efficient manner with the help of all of our state advisors. We certainly appreciate all the state advisors helping expedite the stalling process within the individual states. It's a big undertaking when you go to put this many head of cattle in in the barns by state and Bailey does a nice job with the stalling, but we sure do appreciate the state advisors for helping us um, get the individual states stalled. One beautiful thing about that facility is we have 30 garage doors that we're able to utilize and move people in. So we can, uh, with the help of those volunteers and the junior board and the interns, we're able to get people in and out and it's, it'll be nice. Yes. An awesome facility to load into and even better people to help us get the job done. So after we kind of get everyone settled and in there on Saturday and Sunday morning, um, activities certainly start right away. And Amy, do you kind of want to touch on some of those contests that we start off with on Sunday and um, you know, we hit the ground running right away. You know, Sunday is a jam-packed day. We start um, first thing with an orientation breakfast for our candidates that are vying for a spot on the NJHA board of directors. So that starts first thing. And then we do, you know, we still have cattle arriving till 10 a.m. So vet check is still going on. Cattle are still coming into tieouts and into the barn. So Definitely lots going on Sunday morning. We will start um, with cattle paper check-in. So if you have had your tattoos checked at a previous um, show, you can bring the stamped paper to the check-in area and that will get you registered for the show. And we will also have shoots set up in both barns there and field staff. Staff on site checking tattoos um, Sunday morning. We appreciate Neogen being there. They're going to help us collect some DNA samples on any of the heifers that would like to, or any of the animals that would like to have DNA samples collected. This really 
helps with our breed improvement projects, and we appreciate Neogen's support of that. We also have to get all the steers um, weighed and those weights declared um, Sunday morning. So definitely a big day getting everybody checked in and accounted for, but it's also it's also a fun day. Our contests start. Um, we've got our speech contests and um, those participants have already competed ahead of coming to the junior national. So that's a, a new change we've made the past couple of years with, with the contest. And I really like the, the way this is working and it just, it adds a, it just adds a level to it. So you compete um, in the online competition part, and then you work your way up to making the, the national contest in person in Madison. So we'd like to congratulate all of our contestants in those contests and wish them luck as they compete um, in person on the national level there in, in Madison. So speech on Sunday, I already mentioned that. Then we have um, an afternoon filled with our leadership program, our pen to pen program. And we are definitely excited about that. We've got a special guest speaker, Cheryl Mitchell. She's worked with the junior board um, the last year or so in doing some leadership development. And she was at Faces of Leadership last year. So she will be joining us for, for pen to pen. We'll get um, everybody introduced to all of our board candidates and then we'll kick off with our with our opening ceremonies and taste of wisconsin food and fun night yeah and that will be that's something very near and dear to my heart as we have a committee have been working on that and so states will start taking pictures at our backdrop um, that evening and we will flow into opening ceremonies so dj jj will be back with us helping make sure we're all where we need to be and kind of really make that an impactful evening to really lead us off into that fun night um, and camaraderie, good food and fun activities that we can all enjoy. So I'm sure excited for that and just to see everyone and be back together and um, enjoy some good old fun too. We have changed the we have changed this up this year, and instead of having the typical state tailgate, we've invited a food truck to come. State Street Brats will be on site, and they are providing the food. So we're going to provide the food, and we're asking the states to bring some fun activities. And we've already got plenty of fun planned. We've got Cornhole for a Cause that the junior board's going to be doing, and that money raised for Cornhole for a cause is going to help um, our National Queen Project. She's supporting um, mental health awareness with her Penny War Project. And we we thought Cornhole for a Cause was so successful last year that we'd bring it back to Madison and any proceeds would help support, support the Queen and her project just like it did last year. So that will be a fun event along with the um, meal that's going to be sponsored in part by the Wisconsin Junior Hereford Association, as well as all of our gracious donors, certified Hereford beef. We're going to have CHB burgers and national beef is, is helping with that as well. So we do appreciate all those that have contributed to our food and fun night. The Wisconsin juniors have a fun scavenger hunt. They're calling it the, I think they're calling it the goose chase. So be sure and check that out on the um, exhibitor resources page. Bailey, I think all that information is on the exhibitor resources. You can sign up for Cornhole for a Cause. You can sign up for the scavenger hunt as well as let us know if you're coming to the membership meeting and bridging the gap later in the week. Yes. And 
just like you mentioned, those signups are all up there. So be sure to check them out and get signed up. So kind of after the big first, second day, um, we lead off into Monday, which is our kind of our big sponsor day, um, our Vitafirm t-shirt day. We start off right away with the judging contest. I absolutely love this. So really a big educational and competitive atmosphere for our juniors to get in on this morning. And then it kind of just a trickle domino effect from there with some contests and events, um, more pen to pen sessions, as well as um, our fitting contest that afternoon. So super big shout out to Solvent Supply, Stockshell University for helping us with that fitting contest. So Biozyme, Vitafirm, SureChamp for all their support on that day. Um, and then Bailey, do you kind of want to hit on the bridging the gap in career fair that night too? Yeah. So we, you know, last year we took it a different route and made it more of a social networking event. And so we felt that that was really successful. And so we wanted to continue that this year. So we are hosting the Bridging the Gap College and Career Fair social networking event from six to eight on Monday night. And we have um, right at 20 um, booths. So anywhere from colleges to industry partners that are going to be with us all week um, that are going to come and we invite all of them, um, all of those intermediate and senior members that are looking for, you know, what college they might want to go to, or they're interested in some internships, or even those older college members that are maybe looking for a job. You know, one one story that's always fun is our dear Tartut, you know, he now works for Merck, and he he got to make one of those connections with that company during the Bridging the Gap um, event, and he, you know, he interned with them, and now he's he's going on to be an adult and working for him full time, which is super exciting. And those success stories are what we look for and just making those connections. And um, it's, it's a really rewarding event. We've really built on it. Um, some folks that are going to jo uh, join us, Elenco, Cargill, Kansas State University, Colorado State University, um, Vitafirm, Sullivan Supply, Bovitech, Transova Genetics. I mean, the list is endless and it's super exciting to um, to be able to promote those and, and allow those kids the opportunity to chat with them that evening. Yeah, it is a great evening to make those connections and it's never, never too early to start building those relationships either. So that is another fun day. Is there any other new things that we kind of miss talking about, Amy, on that day? Um, it's kind of a packed one, but an exciting one. Yeah, it is. Monday is a big day. And I will just, you know, reiterate bridging the gap really does that really does go with the mission of what we're trying to accomplish in the Hereford Youth Foundation of America and the National Junior Hereford Association, you know, create those networks and bridge that gap to to the, your next step in your leadership and career journeys. And that's really one of the programs that I'm really proud of that has grown and we were really seeing it, seeing it make a difference. So we have a lot of fun events planned, but we also have a lot of impactful and beneficial events that are really trying to, to help that younger member take, take the next steps. And we've got an awesome industry that is there to help us um, take those steps. So we sure do appreciate all of our industry partners for, jumping into that bridging the gap and just being with us all 
all all week. You know, we couldn't we couldn't do it without our friends at Vitafirm. They've been with us a long, long time. And when you you know you think of the difference those partnerships and those industry partnerships have made, it's it's pretty incredible. We've we've had one of the most successful fundraising seasons getting ready for the Junior National that I can remember, and it's just all because of the awesome kids and the awesome opportunities that we're providing. So I can't thank our our donors and our partners enough for making this all possible and letting us have the Mad Dash to the Hereford Bash. Yes. And from a junior that's ending her career too, I can tell you that it's super impactful and um, starting to be on the other side of it now, it really does make a difference. And I wouldn't be who I was with without the Hereford Association. So those sponsors they make a huge difference and they make things possible. So just a personal thank you to Vitafirm and all of our donors, Sullivan's for that day. Um, and just all the breeders too, that help us and guide us and bring us new ideas and support along the way. It, your support goes a long ways. So with that, we kind of now are into some show days and exciting as Tuesday, I'll kick off our showmanship um, 800 and some kids will compete that day and walk through that ring and it might be their first time might be their last time but it'll be a good time right no matter what and I'm I'm certainly excited to see those juniors all get in the ring and be able to show off their hard work that they've put in all summer and see it pay off um, but that morning we also before that we do have those state groups of three and five I know Nebraska was working on theirs pretty hard and excited about it, but is there anything at certain details that states should kind of know for those group classes or um, anything specific logistically that we kind of need to share with exhibitors for showmanship? You know, we started that last year with having the group classes ahead of showmanship and it worked worked pretty good. So we thought we'd continue continue with that this year. And it's pretty awesome to see all of those states come together and fill that fill that Coliseum. I mean, that's a that's pretty special to the Junior National Hereford Expo. You know, I know um not a lot of other breeds can put that many state groups together in in one ring. And it's it's pretty impressive. And the states really get competitive with it and it's a it's very traditional to the Hereford breed and it's just really neat to see those states come together and get their groups classes together and fill up that coliseum I mean we've got some we've got a big space to fill and we can dang sure fill it with all those those group classes and then showmanship kind of speaks for itself that's one of my favorite parts of the week I mean when you can put 800 exhibitors out there in the ring working hard all day and showcasing their talents and not just their their cattle's genetics but their their talents and their their passion and I just think that's pretty neat and then when we cap it off with the senior showmanship finals that's pretty pretty special moment at the junior national Hereford Expo when that um, top 10 senior showmanship is announced and gets gets pretty competitive and there's a lot of kids that have been working their whole careers to to make that top 10 senior finals so something that is really special to the junior national Hereford Expo. And I would just like to add, you know, to those younger kids, those juniors and peewees and even those intermediates, like make it up to the ring before you go in and just take a look at how the rings are working and just find somebody that you like their technique and be like, I, you know what, I want to do that. I want to be that good. Or I really like how they do it and just learn from those above you and, 
um, just take advantage of, of a busy day and a big day, but take advantage of those other exhibitors that are out there and showcasing themselves and their animals. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better. Getting up there and kind of finding your your mentor, the person you strive to be like, or just recognizing how to work the ring too and what's it, being knowledgeable yourself when you walk in there. Um, that's the best thing you can do, sit and watch and learn and take it all in, so. And, and I think it's really important to hear what those judges have to say and, you know, what they're looking for that day. So we're we're excited to have um, Frank and Carly Jackson and Corbin and Gil Cowles join us that day. They I've talked to all of them and they are super excited to join us in Madison. I mean, every time I talk to Corbin, he's like, I'm I'm. I'm converting to Herefords, guys. I'm converting. They're my association now. <laughs> He's ready to come. We'll have lots of good kids and juniors to, to impact that day. So, mm -hmm. well, fun. Well, now as we move through the week and we hit Wednesday, we really get to see how our young breeders, how their work's been put in at home and what their projects look like with our bread and own show. So this has created lots of excitement. It seems like over the last year with the new things that are coming for this and, um, you know, our cow calves, our bread and own females, our producer of damn class with our steers and bulls that day. Also, it's, very impactful to kind of see everyone's homegrown genetics in a sense come together and be showcased. But I know besides just the animals, what exciting things do we have for our exhibitors also on the awards end? Yeah. Bread Known Day is going to be a pretty, pretty big day in Madison. And I'm, I'm thrilled to be able to announce that we have put together a a new endowment and it's pretty pretty monumental um it's the gkb cattle youth endowment and we are thrilled to be announcing this and to put it into action um, in madison this summer for the first time we are going to select a top five bread known females so there will be the top five heifers will be awarded with awards sponsored by gkb cattle and something even more special is the exhibitor and breeder of that grand champion bread known heifer is going to pull out of madison in a brand new shiny aluminum trailer from stephenville trailer sales there in stephenville texas so pretty neat that trailer is going to be on display. I've seen pictures of it and I can't wait for you all to see it in person. But that just shows you how important the Junior National Hereford Expo is to, to our donors and to to our supporters and how much they believe in in our youth and how much they believe in you know these young people starting their cow herds at an early level and how how much that can mean to their future so the bread known is what it's all about here and it's really that's what's teaching teaching these young people about genetics and hard work and all the decision making and all that goes into raising raising the next generation of of Hereford cattle and we're raising the next generation of Hereford people as I mean, our bread known show those those females and those bulls, they can compete. I mean, they'll compete all across the country. And those are some of it, the most impressive Herefords that you'll see. And I think it's really important that we showcase that because we are, you know, we're setting up those exhibitors to be the future of the breed. And those cattle are going to go on and do great things for the breed as well. 
the Red Known Show is is special indeed, and it's going to be extra special this year. And I can't wait to select that top five and celebrate the success of the young people and their and their breeding programs. Yeah, it's sure great. to be a bash. <laughs> it, it, is, it is sure going to be special there in that arena that day. I think about, you know, hearing from our juniors, whether you're a first generation Hereford breeder or fifth generation Hereford breeder, this is where really you start building your cow herds and just seeing the investment that GKB and their team is making and Gary and Kathy and getting to know them kind of over the last three years, they're phenomenal people. And so I think I would even add, you know, if you're a bred and owned showman or exhibitor, like don't be afraid to ask older breeders or even older juniors or breeders that are investing in you for advice or just asking them, you know, how they got started and how to continue to better in your genetics and your cattle and what you can take home from it. That's that's really what that day is all about, right? How can we all go back home and build the best cow herds with the greatest genetics and we're, they'll be there in Madison to showcase it. And we're fortunate to get to recognize all the hard work that our young breeders are going to be putting in too. You know, we really can't thank Gary and Kathy enough for all they've done through this endowment. And I mean, it's not just about the the show ring and it's not just about the bread and own show. It's about building building the best leaders we can. This endowment is is benefiting the Bold Leadership Conference that we host there in Texas at at their High Point Ranch. And it's also about um, helping the junior board and building building our leadership team to make them the best they can be. So it's just a really really neat gift that is going to make a difference in so many areas of of our entire junior program starting with the bread known show and moving its way through the through the other youth programs and helping us build leaders yes for sure. um, a fun fact for that bread known show day is we'll have nearly 1200 entries show wow. that day that goes through the veterans memorial coliseum in ring one and ring two so i think that's pretty that's pretty impressive for our kids to bring that many entries on on one day and lead them through that ring. Yeah. Well, and the neat part about the Hereford Junior National is those bred known animals will be very com competitive in the own show the next the next two days. And that's to me what's so cool is those those bred known animals will be at the top of top of their classes. And that's that's a pretty neat testament to to the youth of this breed. It is a pretty special kind of a wow moment almost when you get to watch all the bread and ums compete and the next day, you know, I know as we're working the ring and seeing our favorites and just how well they're going to do the next day too. And um, it is the best of the best truly. And we're super grateful for those investments. And I think that's a great kind of transition to wrap up that day is we have our membership meeting and our new board members, the National Junior Hereford board will be elected and we kind of haven't talked about them for a while but up until now they've been busy candidate campaigning um, reaching out to those delegates kind of visiting with our membership and learning about what their what their goals are to be a board member and how they can really serve our association and you know wednesday night they'll give their speeches and we'll have our membership update and a good dinner and those board members will get elected to then be announced the next day as we get to so um, definitely not only investing in the cattle, but the kids and our Pipestone leaders is really, really what that day is all about. 
Yeah, the NJHA board and serving as the leader on that board is a huge part of our leadership story as an organization. And we've had a lot of interest in the board this year, and we've got a great group of candidates running for, for all four regions. Regions. I got to listen to their interviews last week, and I think you will be impressed. So I would encourage delegates, if you're, if you've got a little extra time, if you're traveling to junior nationals, um, hop online and read up about about our candidates and just make sure you know who you're who you're voting for and who's representing your region. And this is really your as delegates, this these next ones that will be elected as is your voice um, for your association. So you know, study your lesson and read up on the candidates. And I think you'll be impressed when you get to Madison and get to meet them in person. They will have a tough job for sure. They will. There's a great competitive group of individuals and I encourage delegates. Don't be afraid to ask hard questions and really figure out who you, who you would love to represent you, your membership on, on our board. And it's, you couldn't go wrong with any of them. It is an awesome group and they will have a tough job throughout the week. They have some big, big shoes to fill. We're definitely going to miss our um, retiring directors, Ralston, JW, Libby, and and Lauren. We're we're really going to miss them. They've been awesome, awesome assets to the NJHA. But I I know they're going to go on and do big things, and we're going to be impressed with the next group that steps up to to fill those shoes. Making me emotional, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> we're not supposed to talk about that yet <laughs> it will be a bittersweet time for sure for sure but with that we kind of get to the exciting day of Thursday I mean they're all exciting days I feel like we could say that about every one of them and every event but we kick off our own show on Thursday the 13th and that starts right away at 7.30 a.m. with those own females. And, you know, throughout that show, not only will be competitive and thrill-seeking throughout those divisions and classes, but we also have some award ceremonies um, within these shows. And we kind of, we skipped over it on Wednesday, I guess. Also, I'll kind of back up a second. We will have an award ceremony honoring the CHB cooking challenge, the photo, the posters, prior to the selection of that bread and own top five. So before we select those top five exhibitors, we will have an awesome award ceremony recognizing the hard work of our exhibitors in those contests. We added those award ceremonies last year throughout the show days, and it just proved to be a, a nice time to recognize those those competitors out on the chips in the show ring in front of a, a big audience. So those um, those award ceremonies are going to continue this year. Like Ralston said, we'll we'll start with the first one um, before the Red Known Top Five selection, and then Thursday after the um, selection of the division three polled females. So pay attention to your schedules. We've tried to write those award ceremonies in so everybody knows knows the plan each day as we start start in the in the Coliseum. But Thursday we'll have the ceremony after the division three polled. And then that evening's a big night for all of the scholarships and awards presented by Haifa and the National Hereford Women. And we've got some special awards and we're actually going to recognize the retiring NJHA members at the Maroon Jacket Awards Ceremony this year. So retiring members, we felt like that's a 
pretty big feat to have um, exhibited at throughout your career. And we'd like to recognize you at that award ceremony Thursday night. So be sure and, and add that to your calendars and we'll be looking forward to seeing you in Memorial Coliseum to recognize all of our retiring members. So an exciting evening as we wrap up kind of Thursday night, our awards are not completely, we have more the next day, but a good wrap up with scholarships, retiring members, outstanding members of each state also, and the maroon jacket ceremony. So the high anticipation as us oldies get to retire and or do retire and pass on our maroon jackets to the next four. So an exciting, big packed full day as we then kind of wrap up and take us into Friday with um, with the conclusion of our own female show. And I believe, Bailey, correct me if I'm wrong, but that break will come out on Thursday, right? Yes. So we will, after we check in all the cattle on Sunday and get the show programs done, then we will uh, decide where that break is going to be um, between the Thursday and Friday show days. So typically we do get to the spring yearling females. It's just a matter of where that magic number of classes on day one and day two of the own show is. So we look to have that break um, figured by Monday and we'll get that out to the people so they can arrange, you know, grandma and grandpa are coming up on Thursday or Friday or you've got some extra help coming in. Uh, we'll definitely get you guys notified as soon as we have those numbers in and go from there. Yes. We good? would like to let everyone know that the show is going to be broadcast live on Walton Webcasting. Thanks to Transova Genetics, the all four show days and the award ceremonies will be live on the internet on Walton Webcasting. So that's definitely, we've had a ton of viewers over the last few years and we just keep that online audience growing and certainly excited to have Walton and Transova Genetics bringing us that, that live broadcast. I know that's very nice for my families or even, you know, hopping on if you're back in the stalls and wanting to know where they're at, that is very beneficial. So yes, a huge thank you to those sponsors. And we're excited to um, watch from wherever you may be, if you cannot join us there in Madison. So with that, we do have another award ceremony that day, recognizing our herdsman of the year, the Walter and Joe Lewis High Point Senior GKB Super States, the Golden Pitchfork, and the Bob Norton Excellence Awards that will be held and kind of showcased before the champion drives there on that Friday. So really some big impactful award ceremonies before then we crown our champion females for the 2023 Junior Nationals, Junior Herford Nationals. So Ralston, we also have a fun new fundraiser. We're always yes. trying to put the fun in fundraising, and that um, announcement is going to happen right before the champion drive as well. So we've we've done something new. It's called um, Mad Dash to the Herford Cash, and instead of our state baskets and state state auction this year, we are doing something a little different, and I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be fun. It's a way for everyone to get involved and to support leadership um, back at the state level and at the grassroots level. So we just really feel like it is important for 
for us to give back to the state level and the states are so so important to to helping us with with our missions and helping us strengthen our pillars of leadership and education so what this is going to do it's a fundraiser we have um, 250 lots one through 250 that you can purchase for the monetary value of the lot. So if you purchase lot number one, you you spend $1. If you purchase lot 100, $100 and so on. So our goal is to sell 250 lots. It'll be open all, all week of the show while we're in Madison. It will be on sale day. So eggsaleday.com is going to host um, the fundraiser for us. And they've been um, a host um, to our sale of champions and a couple of our other fundraisers prior to the junior nationals. So we really appreciate sale days support. So they have stepped up and said they would host this online fundraiser for us. So our goal is to get all 250 lots sold at face value of the lot. And with that, you will have a chance to win um, $5,000 worth of cash prizes. So we're giving $5,000 back. We're going to do that drawing right before the champion drive. And with that, the proceeds raised from this fundraiser will go back, like I said, to supporting the state junior organizations. So this fall, the states will be able to apply for grants that will help fund travel to faces of leadership, travel to the Bold Leadership Conference, um, even travel to junior nationals to some of our events. So we just really want these states to be able to apply for grants funded by the Hereford Youth Foundation of America, and it will all be funded by this mad dash to the cash fundraiser that we're going to start in Madison. So we um, we hope the states and everybody will will support it, whether it's, you know, the purchase of lot one or lot 250. We we appreciate it all. And I think the states will have fun with it. I mean, the the states have asked, well, what what do we need to do and how can we help? And really, you can just help by spreading the word, let everybody know, you know, send the link to the sales site and just really rally the troops and get some momentum around this this concept. And just the thought that, yeah, if a state purchases a lot, they would have a chance at winning winning some of the cash payouts, too. So that's one way for the states to support it. Another way is just simply spreading the word and helping us share posts and just getting that sale day they link spread around so we can sell out of those 250 lots and that the more we can sell the more we can give back to the states through this grant program that will start this fall yeah it's an awesome one i know i'm sitting here thinking oh we could go buy lots one through five spend 15 dollars, and you'd have five chances to win five thousand like that's that's a pretty good return on investment there. So and it's all going back to the states. That's yeah. that's what we wanted to do. We wanted it to go back to leadership and helping these states get their members to our national leadership and educational events. Yeah, it's just yeah. something that really helps to create that pipeline for our future leaders. And that's something that we've really tried to focus on this year and building upon. And I think it's something that it just makes it fun. And like Amy said, putting the fun in fundraising and just changing it up and making it a little bit different and putting our own little Herford spin on on something that's such a great cause. No, for sure. It'll definitely hopefully create some competitive camaraderie in the stalls too and get us to uh, our association to really rally around um, something fun that they can be involved in and also a great cause. So 
I know that it is new and exciting and lots of questions at state shows and we're excited to kind of just continue the conversation and create that hype too. So that kind of takes us through the week and a quick and impactful one, it seemed like as we talked about it and it's upon us very quickly. And so I think with that, I know, is there anything big and bold that we need to make sure our exhibitors and juniors are knowing when they're packing their trailers or as they're getting to Madison, um, any kind of hot topics that we missed or we need to make sure that they're aware of? I think it's just really important for everybody to follow along on social media. You know, our Facebook page is really active. I mean, it's active all year round, but it's really active this time of year with helpful hints and links to whether it's the resources page under the JNHE section of herford.org or, you know, where we post the link to the live stream. Mm -hmm. um, also, exhibitors and advisors have been getting emails the past couple of weeks. And so really utilizing those emails emails is they have a lot of helpful information regarding um, they'll have maps to the arrival process or for advisors, the stalling maps, um, tips on what to pack and things like that. So definitely just keeping up with the social media and those uh, emails that are going out to to our folks that are in attendance. You know, we could talk a little bit about what to expect when you get get to Madison as far as stalling goes. With, with our numbers, we've been able to lay those barns out in a way much like we did in 2016. So I know there's been a lot of questions on, you know, cattle on one side, tack on the other, and we are going to be able to do that as far as stalling goes. So to me, that that does um, answer a lot of questions for people. If you don't have to deal with the tack in your in your cattle stalling area, and the tack can be behind behind your cattle stalls, that really does help free up some some space in the barn. Electric has been a concern as we return to Madison, and we have stayed on top of that with the facility. They have added electric, and they are in the final stages of getting getting that project finished up. If there is anything that would go awry with putting the finishing touches on that project before we get to Madison, then they have agreed to supplement with, with the larger generators. But I, I don't want to get people nervous about that because I think it's going to be just fine. But we definitely have thought about electricity and we'll have that taken care of. And because we can't have generators in the barns anyway, they have to be outside. So if they if they were not able to get enough added electricity, they're going to supplement with big generators. But we should be in we should be in good shape um, in the barns space wise. And those are just really, really nice new barns and should be pretty comfortable climate for for our animals. I think just touching on some more of the helpful hints that you mentioned, Ralston, um, biggest thing that you guys will need to bring from home is um, we are asking that people help us by electronically uploading their health papers um, to a Google folder. Um, so all the exhibitors should have received that. But then we do ask that they have a physical copy for that vet check there in uh, the tryouts at Quan Park. And then also that original registration paper that Amy talked about. Um, and if you guys have the stamp on it from previous shows or when you get the stamp on it um, there during check-in um, for when you come up to get uh, finalized that check-in process with the staff at the computers. 
So as we kind of concluded with some good helpful hints and last minute, you know, logistics and making sure everyone's set to make the drive and trek to Madison, as we wrap up Amy and Bailey, I'm sure you guys may know it's coming, but I want to ask you what I ask all my participants on the podcast, and that is, how would you define success? <laughs> I knew it's just coming too. <laughs> Why am I so surprised? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Awkward pause. <laughs> I guess the biggest thing this time of year for me that defines success is seeing smiles on all of the kids' faces and them interacting with each other throughout the week and just families enjoying their time together. So to me, what defines success this time of year is the smiles on everybody's faces and everybody just enjoying the Hereford family. And that to me would be a successful junior national and i can't wait to see everybody in madison well amy is definitely the wordsmith of our crew never fails at that i would say that success to me is like you go somewhere whether it's the junior national herford expo or the face the leadership conference or you're just traveling and to an event and when you leave there you are saying to yourself whether you won or lost, like you felt like you had a great week. You met people, you, you know, you've set a goal and you've matched that. So just, I mean, really it's just, to me, it's setting a goal and just making sure that you yourself are reaching that and happy with how, how it went for you and not judging yourself towards and comparing yourself to any anybody else but are you happy with how you handled the week or did during the week my favorite you know we set a lot of we set a lot of goals for ourselves and and for the junior national herford expo and you know as a staff we you know we'll we'll sit down after the dust has settled and after we all get back to the office and we'll we'll be packing our bags and heading to faces of leadership the the next week but you know my favorite thing about that question is no matter the answer they are always different and they're always unique to the person that's answering them. But it's been fun for me to learn about different perspectives and just how individuals see success or even like you talk about junior nationals now. And then in a couple weeks later, we'll talk about what success look like at faces of leadership. And then what's it look like throughout the fall run at shows and always what's, what are we doing next to be successful always? And um, thank you guys for sharing. I'm super grateful to always have your perspective and your leadership. And um, it is sure to be a wonderful time and a mad dash to the Hereford Bash here in Madison, July 8th through the 14th. So I'm excited to see the whole Hereford family and just thank you guys for hopping on to share about all the new and exciting things and helpful hints as our juniors are packing and making their way to the to the grandest event, to the mad dash, to the big bash of the summer, right? So thank you guys for joining us. And if you have no final comments, we look forward to seeing you all soon. And we will see you next time on the Junior Herford Show. Thank you for joining us for the Junior Herford Show. Stay tuned for the next episode and be prepared to continue to learn lead and achieve.